Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. I'm going back to my word, the word I started last week on repositioning. Somebody say repositioning. Repositioning. You know, I got up one morning and it just came into my spirit, repositioning, and the word started coming. Was later I realized that my father and the Lord ever used to have a conference, a whole conference titled Reposition. I said, wow, the spirit is one and the word is one. So it's a word for the now. And that is why it's so important for you to take this word in and run with it. Amen. At every given time in life, or in the world, God has what he's saying, God has what he's doing. And the wise flow with, with God and God's word. Like the eagle, the eagle bird is able to soar higher than any bird, not because it's of its strength. It doesn't fly higher than any bird because it is the strongest of birds. Truly, it's made like of a very long wingspan and everything like that. And so if the eagle bird were, were even, was even trying to fly, it would be difficult. Because when you have a very wing, long wingspan, how can you fly? So you realize that the hummingbird with very short wings flies prettily and very high. But the eagle waits on the direction of the wind. So it stands on the cliff of a rock or maybe on a mountaintop waiting. And when it sends that the direction of the wind is eastward, it waits. When the wind comes, then it just goes like this, spreads out its wings. And it's carried by the wind up. And I'm making reference to the eagle to bring you to an understanding about the word. Especially the now word of God. Bible says that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, the truth is established. And so if I'm preaching repositioning, and my father-in-law is also preaching repositioning without any of us having communication or foreknowledge. I'm sure there are many churches who are also preaching, or pastors who are also preaching repositioning. Maybe not titled repositioning, but something to that effect. That would tell everyone that, this is the word of God for the now. Let's jump on it. Let's ride with it and rise with it. Amen. So these two messages, I pray just be two, are messages that you should not just listen to. You must listen and obey. So when you listen to the word without obeying, it's like a man looking in the mirror. He sees a spot in his face and says, oh, what a spot, and goes away. But when you want the word of God to be effective in your life, you look into the mirror of the word, and the mirror will speak to you how you look. And then if there's a spot, you clean it off. If you need to add more powder, the ladies we know, you add on to. And that is how you get to where you want to get to. So I'm going back on the reposition. If you are happy with that, put your hands together. Let me know we are in agreement. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So this morning, I will start with Psalm 1. Psalm 1, the first Psalm in the Bible. And because it's the first that means that there is an importance added to it by the Lord. And this is what he says. He says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His fruit in his season. So you must understand that each and every one of us has different seasons in life. My season is not your season. 
So don't look at somebody's season and try to get upset. Wait on your season. Amen. For this hour, I could preach on this time alone. This moment, that's what I want to get. I want to get to repositioning. But listen to this. He says that his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Now, my emphasis will be on the one and two, okay? Particularly the one. He said, blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. He doesn't live his life by what people tell him or what he hears. Nor stands in the way of sinners. He doesn't stand with sinners to sin. No. Or sits in the seat of the scornful. He doesn't mock God or mock the righteous. But his delight is in the word of the Lord. It's the word of God that leads him, that guides him. So he stands in the word. He walks in the word. He lives in the word. Amen. And he, he, he sits. You know, to sit means you know, to, to really take a position of being established. Right? So he sits in the seat. He doesn't sit in the seat of the scornful, but he sits in the seat of the word of God, what the word of God says. So this is the place, the positioning that brings prosperity and the positioning that brings life. And so if we find that, that we are seated in the place of the scornful, or we are walking with, you know, in the counsel of the ungodly, or we are standing in sin or with sinners, then it's time to reposition. Amen. It's not too late. It's okay. You can reposition today. Every day that God gives you is an opportunity for change. You want a breakthrough? Every day is an opportunity for breakthrough. Every day. The moment you wake up, it's a new day, a new opportunity. Amen. So we must reposition. And it is possible to reposition. This year, 2022, we must reposition our lives, our mindset, our attitude, our character, what we do, what we don't do, how we think or how we don't think. We must reposition. And I said to you last week that repositioning means that adjust. It means change. Amen? Do you, how many of you were here? It means replace. It means rework. It means Reset, it means shift, shift, shift a gear, you put on first, second, third, reverse. And every shift you make brings a different effect. So tell your neighbor, shift. Tell somebody, shift. So we are repositioning this year. And you see, the, the, the marketing world calls it rebranding. Amen. Those of you who are in marketing or have something to do with marketing, they call it rebranding. There may be, um, um, somebody's laughing. I see a young man laughing. I'm sure he did marketing in uni. I don't want to mention your name. You'll be shy. He was laughing. You see, maybe the product has been um, old, like Milo. Ever since I, I was born, I can remember Milo. But every time, they give it a new face. You know, sometimes they'll give it a new slogan. I think when I was little, it was Milo, my wording. Today, they don't go that way again. Now, I'm sure now it's Milo energy. And that makes people want it. It's old, but anytime they rebrand it, it becomes like new. And it brings new effects. And that is what we are also seeing, seeking to do. Rebrand our lives. 
Tell someone I'm rebranding. As you see me now, I'm rebranding. No, oh no, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm rebranding. Am I not rebranding? Charlie, don't, don't try, don't try. We are rebranding. It's a new year. There's nothing that is impossible to you because there's nothing that is impossible with God. Whatever you want, you can have. The solution is walk in the word, listen, and walk in it. Okay? So the marketing world calls it rebranding, but the Bible has been teaching it from long ago. Long ago, the Bible teaches rebranding. And when we become born again, we are rebranded. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says that. Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You are rebranded. From the day you became born again, you were rebranded. In the past, you were a certain way, but now you are a different person. Amen? So anyone who has come into Christ has become a new person. And so the old is gone, and there's a new man. The old life is gone, and there's a new beginning for anyone who is now in Christ. But believers in Christ have not caught it yet. We haven't caught it in its fullness that we are rebranding. And so anything you don't understand or you haven't caught well, you don't do it to get its full you know, um, benefit, right? Yes. But Bible says also in 1 Peter 2.10, it says that in time past, before we became born again, we were not a people. But now we have become the people of God. Amen. Can you imagine? You are nobody and then suddenly you become a people of God, a child of God. Your position has changed. Your level, it don't change. You are a changed person. I mean, the old you is dead. There's a new man. You are a new person. Amen. And it's powerful. Amen. So he said, we're people who did not have mercy. God didn't have mercy on us because we're ungodly. But now, Bible says we have obtained the mercy of God. We have obtained the mercy of God. It is in his mercy that we stand today. Not because of anything we have done, not because we are better than others, but the mercy and the grace of God is come upon us and is abounding towards us because we are now in Christ. Once, in fact, the NLT says that once you were not a people, you had no identity as a people, but now you are God's people. You have obtained a new identity. Once you did not obtain mercy, but now you have obtained God's mercy. So you are somebody who can just lift up your hand and say, Father, and he says, yes. My daughter, what are you saying? You are somebody who prays and God listens and hears you and answers you. You are different. If anybody tells you you are not different, they are lying. I'm telling you, you are a different person. You are, truly you are. Sometimes you may slip. Sometimes you may fall. Sometimes you can get into juju and tricks, but you are still a new person. Your old life is gone. You are a new person. And you change, you continue to change from glory to glory. You came from grass to glory. You are not going back to grass. I'm prophesying to somebody. You are not going back to the grass. You are moving from glory to glory to glory to glory. Higher and higher and higher every day. Do I have a change, people, in this house? Come and put your hands together and give the Lord a celebratory clap offering. We are changed. Change, I've 
spirit like that. But you are free. We are having church. Go ahead. Amen. Praise the Lord. And you do know something? The Apostle Paul writing to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17. I'm reading from the NLT. He says with the Lord's authority I say this. Live no longer as the Gentiles do for they are hopelessly confused. In this world there are many people who are hopelessly confused. They can have everything but I'm telling you they are confused. Confused.com. Confused. They don't know where they are going. They don't know what to do. And so they do anything. Today they say, oh, it's um, bungee jumping or sky jumping, whichever one. That very dangerous one. You say, oh, it gives thrill, it's exciting. I'm there. Tomorrow they say this, I'm there. You see, but you, you as the rebranded child of God must live with purpose. You must know your purpose. Where am I going? Where do I want to get to? By the end of 2022, what do I want to see in my life? You are not confused. You cannot be confused. If the spirit of God is in you, and I'm telling you that he's in you, you will not be confused. Confusion is not part of the package. The, the package that God has given you, and listen, it's power and joy in the Holy Ghost. There's nothing like confusion in you. You can't be confused about anything because the spirit in you will give you direction. Ah, you want to marry? Three guys have come. You are confused. Come on. Let the Holy Spirit lead, lead you. You want to marry? You've seen three Porsche girls and you want to pick one? Say, wait, I'm looking at the stats. Listen, yes, statistic it is something that God has put in that woman that you should marry. So you are not confused because the spirit of God will lead you. You want to do a business, somebody comes up with great proposition, 
but it is the spirit. You can't be confused. Say they are confused because their minds are full of darkness. So they wander far from the light God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. If it goes on and on and on. You see, so before we were like that, we we're confused. But now we are not walking in darkness. I think one of these I preach about the light of God in you. We are called children of light. That is what Paul says. He said, now you are children of light. Amen. Children of light. And he, said, he said, let the spirit renew your thoughts and your attitude. Oh, I love this. Put on your new nature. Created to be God-like. Truly righteous and holy. Stop telling lies. Tell us, let us tell our neighbors the truth. For we are all part of the same body. He said, don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down whilst you are still angry. You can be angry, but sin not in your anger. Listen, that is sin. But you are, you are allowed to get upset. Sometimes I get upset. A few days ago, I was upset. And I used a bad word. I said, where is Henry, my nephew? He's around. One day I said something, auntie, that's a bad word. <laughs> that day, my Henry. One day, I was upset a few days ago. I used a bad word. I said, oh, Holy Spirit, please take over this tongue. Cleanse it. Because it's a really bad word. If I tell you, you'll be shocked. But you don't stay in there. Anger gives a foothold to the devil. If you're a thief, stop stealing. Instead, use your hands for good work. Then give generosity to others in need. Don't use foul language or abusive language. <laughs> oh, this man, I'm, I want to keep to time. So, like, I'll tell you something funny. You know, one day, Bishop Barra and I went to, um, it was a powerful conference in Scotland. I mean, it was a prayer, revival, Holy Ghost conference. I mean, I, th I think I've told you before, it was a wonderful conference. I mean, it's a conference, I think, by Randy Clark, yeah. And when you go to the washroom, maybe you meet six or seven ladies, and they'll turn to your sister, Oh, let me prophesy to you. They were, were prophesying to each other in the washroom. It was that kind of conference. Then one day we came back from the service, and I was so filled, and I was singing, and then suddenly I heard the Lord. He said to me, Nana, the angels love your presence, but sometimes, <laughs> some of the things you say, because I like cracking jokes, and some of my jokes, it will be a wild. <laughs> not, not profane, no. But it's like, <laughs> No, I attempted. That was a convivience. Hey, wait, that's not your car. You know, that kind of thing. He said, the angels love you. Oh, I mean, I tell you the truth. No, I tell you the truth. So you understand that even we go through the same thing. He said, the angels love you. I told my mom, my mom, I the, the angels love your presence, but sad day away away. So stop. So God, please. <laughs> That's why I say, oh God, forgive me. I told that joke. But anyway. But I took it serious. You see, because the angels love your presence. But this thing, get rid of it. You see, so sometimes we ought to buy into the mind of God or allow the Holy Spirit. To really inject things into us for us to understand who we are, where we stand. Can you imagine angels loving your presence? They are hovering all around you in worship and you're worshiping with them. No, be this is a Abion Cabbage. Mm, it's here. Then I thought they go. The atmosphere will change around you. May God deliver us. 
I said, may the Lord deliver us from evil and deliver us from temptations. Hallelujah. Anyway, so it says that let everything you say be good and helpful. So your words will be an encouragement to those who hear you. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own. Guaranteeing you'll be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of bitterness. It's a new year. Come on, tell someone get rid of bitterness. Rage, anger, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Harsh words. Slander, gossip, get rid of it. As well as all types of evil. Tell somebody get rid of them. This is about repositioning. When we get rid of all these things, then we are repositioning ourselves properly. Amen. So instead, this is what you reposition to. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God through Christ has forgiven you. Because you are now children of light and not children of darkness. So we'll do the deeds that are of light. We will walk in the light and darkness will never envelop us. Amen. I'm talking about you. Amen. So, and all these deeds of darkness that I just mentioned come from where? Our minds. Like, why do you mind? It's in your mind. So, we need to change our mind. Our mindset. Because everything is controlled by the, this thing here, your mind. Everything. Your joy. Your peace. Everything is controlled in your mind. And the mind is, is, is in the soul. The soul of a man is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Never forget this. So, whenever... Your mind is going haywire. That means your soul is being disturbed. Then you begin to think differently and act differently and say differently. A long time ago, God gave me an indicator for knowing how people are feeling within themselves. I won't tell you what it is because then you you know I know. But he showed me a few things. that If you see someone like this, that means the person's mind is disturbed. The person is not at peace. You see, because and what he showed me meant that whenever we are disturbed in our minds, we are not happy or we are troubled, it makes us different. It tells on you. By every way. Amen. So we must change our minds in order to reposition ourselves. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. As I said to you, these messages are not to excite you. Because what I'm looking for, what I'm really looking for, for the church, and that church is you, is that you will be firmly grounded, established, rooted in God and in life. You'll be strong, capable, building up your life, building up your home, building up your children, building up your work. That is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for people who are doing well because of the word and the planting of the word in their hearts. That is my struggle. Because one day when I stand before God, he will ask me about everyone of you, trust me. He will. That is the pastor. So everyone, I'll give an account of all of you. And so in as much as I can, I need to give you the truth. And as you take the truth, and I'll keep on giving you the truth. Some of you may slip and slide, but don't worry, I'm there. As for me, I will grab you in the spirit, and you can't slide. You will change. You will have to change. Because the anointing brings change. And the anointing upon the Lord's guiding ministry is that the Lord comforts Zion. He comforts all her waste places. He changes her wilderness to become like Eden. Her desert, the desert place of your life will become like a fruitful garden. A lush garden. A a garden that, you know, a safe habitation. That is where I want to get you to. So don't worry if you are not excited this morning. Amen. 
just take the way. He said, change your mind. Then the Bible says, how can a young man change or cleanse his ways? He said, by taking heed to the word of God. Psalm 119 verse 9. And for your information, Psalm 119 is the longest psalm in the Bible. It's a good one. The 105 of it says that thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So the light shines in your way and the lamp is at your feet. So you can see clearly. Whether you look down or you look, you can see clearly. And it's the word of God that does that for you. Amen. Your lamp is to guide you. Amen. And the light is to shine in your way. So you will not fall in darkness. Where there's torment. Where there's destruction. Where there's all man of evil. Because the enemy is trying hard to get you. But praise be to God that God has loaded you too much for the enemy to get you. Tell somebody, I'm too loaded. You are loaded with power. Amen. So the word is so critical in our changing our mindset, our repositioning ourselves. Amen. And that is why God told Joshua when he gave him a very, you know, um, I would say a very steep, very high assignment. The young man, he said, this book of the law should not depart out of your mouth. Speak the word. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night, so that you may observe to do all that is written therein. And he said, for then thou shalt make your way prosperous, and then you shall have good success. So there's success and good success. I didn't know that until I read this word. So I said, ah, so what is the difference? And he showed me. Good success is the one that you are successful, and you lie that you're not afraid. Bad success is that you are successful, but hey, there's no peace with it. Because you're always looking over your shoulder, who's coming, who's coming, who's coming. That's bad success. So he says the, the book of the Lord, the word, that was his formula. He was giving Joshua for good success. And the formula doesn't change. You know that to get to a product, the formula which was used to make it does not change. The day you change the formula, you get a different product. Women who cook, you know. These days, we, we cook with the recipe, but the recipe in our mind. But when I was little, I had a recipe book my parents bought me, The Joy of Cooking. And I would read it, and I will cook. Then I started formulating, you know, um, recipes in my mind and also writing them. And I realized that if they say a teaspoon of salt, and you put two teaspoons, I said, no. So the formula for success has not changed. It will never change. Principles that establish lives, that establish everything, govern everything, will never change. Principles are laid down laws. They don't change. That's why most of the tell people that there's no shortcut to this thing. You want a shortcut, your shortcut will become a long cut. Shortcut will become a long cut because life is lived, I said not by feelings, but by what? Oh, last week, please. By, oh, boy, some good students. Wonderful. The word. So, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith is what you believe. But there's negative faith and there's positive faith. There is negative faith. The thief going to steal, the arm robber going out for the night has faith. They're going to steal. They are very confident that they, tonight we are coming home with, you know, yeah. That's negative faith. But we have positive faith and negative faith. And this is about my repositioning for time now. That when I'm going on and on and on, and it's time to hand over that mic, I've repositioned my mind. I will stop. Amen. 
So we end on this to continue that there's positive faith and there's negative faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. The word of God will bring you to positive faith. Positive faith by which you will live your life. Positive faith by which you will succeed. Positive faith. You know, some of us don't even believe in our own ability. When you go to the word of God, the word of God will tell you who you are. And once you know who you are, you begin to act like who you are. Some of us don't have an idea of where we are going. But the word will give you instruction. The word will show you. And not only will the word show you, the blessing of God is upon the word. So once you are going by the word, you are going by the blessing. And the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich and no sorrow is added to it. May the Lord help us to reposition. May you reposition your life. May you reposition your mind. May you reposition everything in your life. May there be a repositioning for you. May everything around you change. May you become who you want to be. May you begin to see what you want to see. And it is easy by reposition. Lift up your hands this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. Somebody lift up your voice and begin to thank the Lord for his word. And as you thank the Lord for his word, consider, consider yourself. What do you want to see? What do you want to have? Who do you want to become? What do you want to become? Repositioning. The world will kick against you. Situations will rise up against you. But when you are repositioned by the power and the word of God, they will come in one way, but they will flee in seven ways. It will rise, but it will fall. Ah, the storm may come, but it will go down. Because the one who said, peace be still, is the same one who is at work within you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Is somebody with me this morning? Lift up your voices and begin to pray to God. Tell him, Lord, I want to reposition my life. And whatever you want to reposition, or wherever you want to reposition, this is the moment. Pray. Pray quickly. Pray quickly. This is what we want to be, oh God. This is what we want to do. This is what we want to see. Show us how to get there. Lord, we need financial breakthrough in our lives. Lord, show us. Bible says it is he who, who gives us the power to create wealth. He will show you how you can be wealthy. There's a vein for silver. He knows it. There's a vein for gold. He put it there. Pray right now. You want peace in your life. Pray, God, how can I get peace in my life? How can I find peace in my marriage? How can I find peace in my home? Pray, Lord, I want to get married. How can I reposition myself to get married? Whatever it is, pray this morning. Lord, I want to live a long, healthy life. Lord, what must I do? How can I reposition myself to come to a long and healthy life? Lord, show me what must I do. And Lord, give me the strength to do it. This is your prayer this morning. Somebody lift up your voice and pray. You are not going home with nothing. You are going home with solution this morning. I said you are not going home with nothing today. You are going home with divine solution and ability to take over your world, to take over your life and reposition your life to what it should be. You will not remain the same. You will no longer be bowed down. You will no longer be heavy. No longer will the enemy ride over you. You will not. David said, I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous begging for bread. Listen, God will touch your life. God will change your story. Pray. Two minutes, just pray to God. There's no prayer that he doesn't hear. 
He said that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. May your prayer avail before God this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands for me. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.